Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. The Dig Galaxy. Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron back. At it again. Technical difficulties here at the beginning. Sorry about that. Restream. I don't know. I don't want to call you guys out, but something weird happened. And that's like the third time it's happened. <laughs> we, we, we were in some weird multiverse void in the same room, but we were in different rooms. And then I tried to leave. How long a different timeline? Like, the stream is complete. I was like, no, it's, it hasn't started. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> so here we are. Same guy. Same same letters. At least we have the virtual backgrounds. I mean, we've been missing that. I know that's for sure. So yeah, Absolutely. It's good to see it. Good to have it. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. How you been, Mopar? How you Living been? in a winter wonderland. It's been wonderful. I haven't had as much time to play Skyrim as I normally like to do when it's snowing, but it's been glorious. It's hard, man. I, I want all this stuff before. You can't have you can't have what you want, man. I want all before this stuff before what? before Christmas, man. Yeah, true. At we this point, <laughs> it's it's. I feel like well, we had a mild winter so far, so we're. I feel like we're just now getting into it, but mm-hmm. it's a weird feeling because we're already beyond Christmas. So, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I can understand. Just kind of a pain, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, if it's going to be cold, I'd rather it snow and uh, you get that muffled life. You know, you go outside and it's like a yeah. still mutedness you know it does yeah it soaks up all the sound it's pretty cool and if you go out at night it reflects all of like the city lights and everything it's Mm. awesome it's idyllic man it's great yeah i dig it shinobs i see zale and daco shinobs already saying what are we gonna hate today well (laughs) buckle in uh today i hate zale thanks for joining today i hate (laughs) zale for these reasons never do i hate zale just joking no, I uh, we'll talk about Boba. I know that's what you're what you're asking about. We'll get there eventually, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nice background, Mopar. Yeah, it's Fennec. She looks skeptical of Boba's decisions uh, of the show she signed up for. She's looking at Dave Filoni. He's like, "Why are you making this? Who? <laughs> who? Okay, who's watching this? No, I. Uh... That's too harsh. How are we going to start like that? A. <laughs> We'll talk. We'll talk more in depth a little later, but we'll get there. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I was sick all weekend, which was a huge bummer. Uh, at least, well, I guess at least it was brief. That's why I'm at home today. You know, we're not doing the usual studio setup. That was one thing that led to the goddamn technical difficulties. I decided to work from home just because I was like still getting over it. Woke up a little late and everything. Not the vid. We're safe from the vid at least. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I don't know. I. Thought, I think I've had it at some point, but every time I've tested, I've tested negative. So who knows? Yeah, we'll never know. know. I've avoided. Do you know yeah. anyone that's gone like totally clean through the whole pandemic? It's like never phased. I was sick really, really early on. I I got really sick like the month that COVID became a thing, like March of nineteen or March of twenty twenty. Yeah. 
So like people were ju- like COVID had just become a name on the news and they're like, oh, my God, four people in the United States. And like that week I got really sick. Yeah. So I was like, did we just not know about it? And I got it early on or I don't fucking know. Yeah. But long story awesome. short. I'm still here. I don't know. Dude, we're still here. We're still casting. Yep. Zale's efforts to uh, take me out have failed. <laughs> you just got poisoned, dude. Zale just poisoned you. That's all it was. So, yeah. Um, we're, we're, I mean, just update. We're powering through succession. It's still a great thing. Beautiful. And uh, when, when you're mirroring, mirroring that with Boba Fett, it's, they're complete opposites uh, in, in just tone and um, vibe and... Uh, what's the uh, pacing? Everything. Yeah. Everything. They're complete opposites. So that might be a big reason why I feel certain ways because I, I see so much on the screen with one and so much is happening and there there's so many story threads and, and character lines and who knows what. And then I go to Boba Fett and it's the, it's the complete opposite. So, <laughs> which, you know, I don't know. I, I, I want more out of it. Uh, I'm not just going to shit on it to shit on it, but... I do. I still, I, I enjoyed the, the newest episode, but I still, like, I, I think I texted you. I was like, why do I still feel like I'm st- still waiting for something to happen? Yes. Like, we're, we're, we're like two episodes away from the end of this shit, and yeah. I still feel like, when is this going to start? I still feel like, <laughs> I, I still feel, I, I, I hate having to say that, and there has been some fun stuff along the way. Yeah. I just... I've wanted more. And like I said, maybe Succession is just dragging me towards that drama in every corner and all the characters. And yep. and Boba Fett's a very simple, straightforward show so far. There's not a lot of character connections and not a lot of tension and not a lot of storylines. Or yeah. don't, don't wave your head like that. Don't compare the two, Succession and this. But Well, you said character. No, I'm not comparing the two. They're totally different. I wouldn't even try. Um, yeah. But you said, well, sorry, I was just nodding my head at, uh, you said character connections. I feel like there have, there's been a good amount of stop those. It. No. I won't stop it. No, it there, are, there are more character connections in one episode of Succession. What do you mean by tensions. connections? What do you mean by connections? What I mean is for just, you guys don't need to know anything about Succession, but, you know, look at the, the brothers and, and sister. So you're saying like relationship single, between yes, characters. Every single one of them has okay. different tension. Every one of them has a different issue and is going for different goals and has a different relationship with their father. You look at Boba Fett and he's like, has like the he has like a, the same issue with the Spice Runner guys and may possibly the Huts, but we don't really know yet. And Shinobi was Fennec, right. Fennec, I don't. I don't know. It's more. It's more questions of yeah, yeah. Why? Where are we going with this? And I I've you. spent. I've spent probably three and a half hours watching this, and I still have. I <laughs> have no idea what we're what we're doing yet. Um, when you said connections, I thought you meant like introducing characters or like looping characters. In. Oh, we could say that too. How and many? I was going to say that it, they've been decent at that, you know. So, but I, I yeah. see what you mean about character relationships. The unfortunate thing is, I think the point of this most recent episode was to give us a bit of that between Fennec and Boba. And I feel like it did an okay job. Um, I think my beef with it and the problem, I think the series is not doomed to fail. I don't think that, but it has always been set up with the problem of like, we're getting backstory of things that we either kind of already know or don't necessarily need to know to move forward. 
Yeah, so you know, that's been like the back and forth with all of the flashbacks versus the present day stuff is like the Tuscan stuff was cool because that was all brand new and I didn't really expect that at all from Boba sure. Fett. The stuff of them going with Fennec and like getting the slave one out of the out of Jabba's palace is like kind of fun, but I would rather have new stuff moving forward than going back and recapping that. Like Fennec showing up in Mando and just saying, This man rescued me out of the Dune Sea and now I respect him and I'm his I'm his number two. That was all I needed to know to know that Fennec and Boba were like cool. Like I didn't really need all of the extra stuff. Like yeah. for for a bounty hunter, like that one line is like, we're good, man. Let's go ahead. Yeah, it's it's you know how I I watched this most recent episode and I felt like this should have been the first episode. Like walking through finding Fennec. Like the the back to tank stuff and the flashbacks are nice. But it doesn't like you said, we're still call we're, we're still kind of trying to answer questions that haven't even been brought up yet, I guess. We're we're still answering, oh, he made it out of the Sarlacc. And this is how and this is, you know, how he I don't know, blossom into a new character beyond being just a bounty hunter. This is how he made do with no armor. This is how, and it's like, okay, okay, okay. That's all, that's all great. But what, where, where were we going with this? And I keep coming back to that. Like, what's it all for? We've had four episodes to say that, hey, there are larger gangs more or less out there, whether you want to talk about the biker gang that just blew up. Yeah. The huts, or um, uh, what's the uh, the other the spice run the spice? Oh, the uh, pikes, pikes, pikes. Thank you. So, like the <clears throat> there there are characters to set up tension. I just haven't even really felt that tension yet. Um, and it, it nothing's gotten personal. That 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 might be the biggest thing. Like, well, you don't think him wiping out the whole squad, the whole biker gang, was personal? That was that, that, most that took thing. three and a half episodes, and it was done like that. <laughs> I don't it, know. Once so you, you get, so, once so you so get the gunship, it's efficient as fuck. I guess I don't know. I mean, I thought it, that was brutal as hell. Oh, like, I, he I lit agree. up an entire dozen of them on their bikes from his gunship. Yeah, I thought that was and right, badass. rightfully so. You know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I. That felt good. Yeah. <laughs> It did. I mean, it's always nice to see Slave One or whatever they're going to make up the new name for for it. It's always nice to see that in action. I mean, we haven't seen a lot of that in Star Wars history. so It's not, it's not a new name. That's just the type of ship it is. What? The Fire Spray? They also are renaming the ship. What do you mean? That's through, through oh, the... yeah, 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 yeah. Got yeah. it. Well, Mopar's on repeat from the last episode. Well, if they gave me anything new, you know, I'm gonna I, put, I put could, you on uh, shuffle. I'm gonna put you on yeah. shuffle. Hey, you know, I wish. See, <laughs> I hope you guys really believe that I want to like this show. Give me a reason to like this show. I, I really, I want to be. I want it to be dramatic. I want it to be like, oh shit! I. It hasn't been that for me. It hasn't, and I feel like I have to dig out the the good stuff from it. And I don't feel like I. I have to do that with a lot of other shows. They give me the good stuff throughout. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to have to try to 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 like this just because it's Star Wars. Just because we have to be quirky because it's Star Wars. We have to be weird. <clears throat> See, I, I I feel you on what you just said. Is that trying to force yourself to be into it? I understand that because I felt that kind of way about Star Wars over the past like six months, nine months. Is yeah. like. 
I feel like I have a responsibility to sit down and watch a Star Wars movie, even though I'm not really into it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I do kind of feel what you're going for here. Um, again, I think it's just a it's just a case of that it will feel different once the story once you know the story once the story is complete, you're going to have a different take on this. Yeah, but and you know I, I, what? How I don't. About that. But you know how I, uh, I I don't feel like every other series that I've watched. In the past two years, every other series I've watched, I don't feel that way. I don't feel like I have to wait to the last episode to feel satisfied. I don't feel like halfway through, I, I've, I'm, I'm unsatisfied with Maybe it. you have higher expectations of Star Wars. Or maybe they're just shittier. I'm just saying maybe you have higher expectations because it's like your number one franchise. I mean, you're not Which wrong. I get. Because I guess, wrong. I mean, I'm viewing, once you get through the beauty of Endgame, we'll go back to Marvel like we always do. Like, I won't lie that some of the newer movies have not felt like as gut punching, you know, mm-hmm. as some of the stuff in Marvel phase like one, two, three, and four. But once you come off the high of Endgame, you kind of have to, like I said last week, you kind of have to accept that it's going to be like that for a little bit. Like, they have to have that slow ramp-up time again to the next, like, giant reveal, whether it's X-Men or Fantastic Four or whatever. And then you get into that super, super hype zone again. So, like, Eternals was fun. Scarlet um, or Black Widow was fun. But it's, like, it's no Civil War or Infinity War or anything like that, you know? Yeah, it's one of the—it's, like, I'm, I'm, I watch shows to—I mean— be entertained on the surface but like it they invoke emotion like you want to feel sad for a character or happy for a character or some satisfaction or tension or something and <laughs> i mean i've been uh, i guess happy like random things have happened i don't know i just <laughs> well here let's do this as an exercise can you okay. Because I remember you weren't 1,000% on board with Mando Season 2 as we were going through that. I guess I kind of feel like that was giving us the same vibes. It was like, this is cool. I'm a little uneasy about it because of X, Y, and Z. But by the time we get through the whole storyline, it's all good. The finale, the two episodes were great. So looking back on that, do you does that make any sense? Do you feel the same kind of way? Like you it can is, give it a it little is more the time? It is the same feeling. Yeah. I mean, but was was the, it about Mando that kept you engaged? Is it just because it was brand new? Um, was it the performances? Was it the story? Was it the side quests? Was it the gathering I, your party? Was you know it, what? It, you know what it was. It was Grogu. I'm gonna. Bit, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, Grogu. I'm gonna put it simply. I wanted to see what happened to Grogu. I think that did kind of help unify all the different threads. It was some just some innocent. I don't want to say it was a MacGuffin, but it was like an interesting plot device that tied all of the various threads together. I mean, it, 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 it like you can that's go on a bunch mattered. of side quests, but you always come back to Grogu. Yeah, that's what mattered. That's what was going to change everything. So Boba needs what, a, what his here, own little Grogu. What here is going to change anything? We don't know. We don't know what's even changing yet. We don't even know what he's trying to change. Per se, sure, yeah, we he, do. He, he don't throw, don't he, do that. That's too he, that's too rude. Well, he throws out you know honor and quotes like that, but nothing's come come of it yet. Man, Nothing, he spent the whole, almost the whole last episode explaining to Fennec that people like us are too smart and too skilled to work for fucking morons that hire us for stupid jobs. Like right. we need to change the system, like right. Daenerys style, like break the wheel. Right. That's what I mean. That's his whole thing. Right. So he stole his ship back, and now we're still here. But come on, man. He's been building that 
you can tell he's been building towards that over the first four episodes. He just finally like stated it to Fennec in this one what he was Again, working towards. This this fi- episode four felt like what should have happened in the first episode. Yeah, I I mean he should have had that council. He should have had that meeting with the council, which was in the goddamn trailer. They set it up in the trailer, like that meeting with the those crime lords was the very first. What was the very first thing that happened? Not four episodes in when we're we're sixty percent through this thing already. Yeah, I mean we could argue like episode order and like flow. I guess I won't deny that it has not felt like a smooth ride. I'll definitely say that, but don't I, I? I think it's unfair to say that. You know, we don't know what Boba's aim is or what he's working for when it has been he stated in episode four, but they've been working towards that. Like with the whole Tuscan backstory and the bounty hunter stuff, and like we've been getting there. Yeah. You know what's weird is I was watching I think it was a Star Wars Explained uh video, kind of a breakdown, and he was very, very happy and very gung-ho. And I was like, I kinda wanna try to absorb some of this, and I just I didn't agree with pretty much anything he said, but the but the one thing that he was like, oh, there's a lot of criticism of, you know, Boba Fett feeling soft right now and how other fans say that that's not, you know, Boba Fett's character. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't have an issue with that because I do like the the Boba Fett from the uh, Clone Wars series. He he was a he was a, um, God, he was just a broken kid. His dad was killed. And he had no nowhere to be, no no place to be, and he had to find his way in the galaxy. And it was like this. I, I get that, I, and I, yeah. it's not that I don't see how he got from that kid to where he is now. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, it is. <laughs> it is. It does feel like my issues are more directorial pacing, like the story threads between the episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't feel a connection. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I can, like I said, I understand where you're coming from because I feel that at times, especially with episode three of the series. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to push back a little bit. Um, And Shinobi, I know what you mean about like expectations going in and have that kind of frame your output as as you watch something. And I'm trying to temper that as much as I can. But at the same time, there's, there's been plenty of times where I go in with high expectations and they get met or exceeded. Yeah. Whether that's Star Wars or Marvel or Game of Thrones or what have you, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to temper that, but at the same time, I feel like it's it's warranted for us to get hyped. I mean, it's almost Star Wars' fault for like not giving us much of anything. And like we're all kind of leaning all of our expectations on Boba Fett. It's the only live action show we've had in a year. So yeah. I'm trying to like I'm trying to walk the fence, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and to, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I know it sounds like I had high expectations. I had no idea. I yeah. I really I just assumed he was going to um, you know, survive the Sarlacc pit and then they were going to go from there. In my own head, I didn't have like a planned this is where he should go, this is what he should do. You know, maybe on the show we like for one episode we're like, "Hey, what could happen?" I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I went into this kind of a blank slate. Yeah, I think I, I kind of did. I actually forgot to mention last week when you were asking, like, what were you expecting versus what's panned out? I expected a lot more Mandalorian stuff. Mandalorian, uh, clone. Until we got a- the trailers and stuff. Like, I was expecting him to pursue. I just, the scene where he, he meets Din, finally gets to talk to him, and he pulls out his whole, like, chain code of Django Fett and his clan and backstory and whatnot. Like, 
I was expecting that to kind of be a jumping off point. I didn't realize we were going this deep with the Tuscans and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is cool, but I just, I was kind of, I, again, I didn't expect us to be on Tatooine this whole time. That's a fa- that's another valid point. I mean, you asked me about expectations going in before I even watched the first episode. I thought, I don't know, rub shoulders with some other bounty hunters and like be at a disagreement of how they should handle things going forward. I Maybe that's my expectation. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I have no idea. I, I and I still have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know where we're going with this. Um, I, you, I mean, I'm, th- I'm going to sit here and watch it because it's Star Wars. So, yeah. What do you think about the um, the little Mando theme at the end of the last episode? He's going to hook you know him what, up with some help. <laughs> that's what they're they're trying to do. They got to save the show, so they got to bring Mando in. Well, no. This was all. This was all done long before they had any reactions from fans or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it felt like. The overlap was, you know, a nice touch. Yeah. Um, the Mando theme, and then we also get a uh, um, Crimson Dawn theme at the very end too. So, you know, they're, they're, the seeds are planted randomly. I guess you know, sixty percent of the way through. Yeah, I um, fuck was I just gonna say? Oh. I actually am going to go against my former self because I've often been a complainer about like TV shows where every episode ends in a cliffhanger bomb drop. Yeah. That kind of gets overdone. I think Game of Thrones was really guilty of that, especially at like the sure. last two or three seasons. So I've, I've shit on that in the past, but I will say that until this little Mando theme and the music at the end of episode four, I feel like we haven't really got much of that in Boba. And I feel like just one big drop or big reveal or foreshadowing or something would help yeah. kind of keep you in. And I, I guess, I know it's only seven episodes, but I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm missing. We mentioned like first String episode of long. Mando ends with the Baby Yoda reveal. Yeah, which was it's huge. so out of nowhere. It was huge. Yeah. It's like, I'm invested now no matter what you do really because I want to see this baby, little Baby and Yoda what, thing. That, and that's what I mean by pacing. Like the Overline story is set. You know, he's trying yeah. to change. Yeah, change himself, change what's happening on Tatooine. Yes, okay. But like individual episodes, you, regardless, the pacing has to be: we're here, we have a little issue, we we overcome the issue, and now we're here. That's mm-hmm. well, that's what we're doing on a very basic scale. Mm-hmm. But like stringing us along with the overlying, it's the baby, it's the baby Yoda, it's the Grogu effect. Yeah, like Mando's doing all these side missions, but we're slowly learning more, and he's. He he's string along. Oh, oh, I've heard about Ahsoka. Let's go find Ahsoka. Oh, she pointed us here. Let's go here. And then it's like it all come comes together, which you know I'm assuming will eventually happen in this. Um, Even I though just, that's something that we complain about a little bit with Mando, is the whole video game setup. Yeah, it's it's just it's a very weird pacing. Yeah. Simply put, storyline pacing and you know I, I I see the vision from day one of he wants to make a change. Not much has changed, you know. Maybe him internally, and he's been in the back to tank, so physically he's feeling better. Um, it's interesting that he's done. I found that interesting. Like yeah. he had to go through X number of like treatments, and now he's all good to go. Yeah, yeah. So no more surprise attacks while he's bathing. At least. 
you're reading Shinobi's comment right now, I can tell. Yeah, I mean, it's he's saying it's easy to find th- things to hate and nitpick. Is that my fault or is that Star Wars' fault? And is it just as easy to hate and nitpick at, at Endgame? Is it just as easy to hate and nitpick to Mando? I think this this is giving me more reasons. Well, not, it's not even like more reasons to hate. <laughs> I'm just saying it hasn't given me much. So yeah. I ha- so it's like I have to fill in the voids because they're not stringing me along. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah Shinobi says know. if it doesn't completely break continuity, why does that matter that much to the point of getting angry? And it's not it's not even that so much for me. I think over the past couple of years, as I've consumed more content and gotten into franchises. I think the the continuity and the Easter egg thing is interesting to me, but not nearly as much as the, the storyline. Yeah. You know, like we started the podcast when right before Force Awakens came out, and back then we were like, oh, Legends is gone. What a fucking what a fucking disgrace, Disney. Like all these, you know, old Republic and these old storylines, New Jedi Order, whatever. Nowadays, eight years later, that matters far less to me than I think like the story. Like I would be more happy if the story and the characters were engaging me the way I expected. Again, there's the expectations thing. Then if they kind of like fucked around with the story or changed continuity and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, Shinobi, I'm not trying to be a shitter. I'm trying to like, trying to keep a foot in both camps, man. I'm trying yeah. to play Switzerland right now. Walk that line. No, and be- <laughs> believe me, I, I, I get it that if you go in expecting to hate something, you will find the reason to hate it. I feel like I, I haven't done that. I've tried to, I've given it its fair, I mean, I've watched it all. I've even rewatched a couple of the episodes and, yeah. you know, the, sure, I, I've noticed a couple more things. You know what happened here? I'll get it in my podcast points. Look, yeah, I'm getting my notes out. So man. I was watching some recaps because I do feel like a shitter. I feel like I'm just <laughs> dogging on something that I, I but I, I want to like it. At least you're self-aware. That's the first step. Well, right. And, I, you know, again, I'm not trying to shit on it. I give me reasons to like it. So I, I went to, you know, YouTube and I wanted to hear other people chat about it. And, you know, what, the, what came up was a breakdown of Easter eggs for the episode three. Yeah. And it said 83 Easter eggs that you've missed in, in the third episode of Bo- Book of Boba. And mentally, I thought, 80 fucking three? I said, how long is this episode? I looked it up. It's 38 minutes. Subtract the credits. It's exactly 34 minutes. So what we're getting to is you have 83 Easter eggs in 34 minutes. That's 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 an Easter egg every 24 seconds. I don't think that's a fair analysis. Well, and I know there, some of them are, are are stretched pretty thin. Like, they're just a word on a wall or something like that. But a lot of them were extremely valid. <coughs> you should total up all of the episodes and all the Easter eggs from that particular YouTuber Look, and then do an, an average Easter egg per minute. <laughs> you know, you know, and it does say something that the, the attention to detail is... No, nothing's nothing's even close to it. Even Marvel, like every single corner of Star Wars, it has a connection and a backstory. That's what we love yeah. about Star Wars. Yeah. So the fact that there are eighty three Easter eggs in a thirty four minute thing doesn't surprise me. But what does surprise me is all of the connections that the guy made were like low key plot connections, and it's like I don't want to have to do two hours of research on a 34-minute episode to understand what the fuck's going on. Like what? What's a plot Easter egg? What do you mean? 
like there was like there was Crimson Dawn um, logos and and things intertwined. The some of the Orbesh would mean something, which would connect this group of bikers to to someone else who might be in deal with the Pikes or this. And you're like, yeah, that doesn't detract from the story, right? That's just the extra. Yeah, but this is all information that would be nice to know. This would no. This this is all information that would be nice to know. This are the small strings that I feel like. Oh, so that biker gang might have been loosely tied to the. I disagree. I disagree. So you don't want I more. Think, you don't want more information to understand what's going on. No, no, no. I think. Uh, hear me out. I think for hyper fans like us, Easter eggs are there for that exact reason. So we can go on YouTube and be somebody translated the Orabash, and then we can get nerdy about like what the fucking criminal syndicate is. That's awesome, but. Go, if you strip it down to the story thing, all you really need to know for the story is that there's a syndicate that is fucking over the natives of Tatooine. Boba's angry. He's trying to fix it. And then there's a biker gang getting in the mix. That's all you really need to know for the like the general plot. But what you, what you just said took four episodes. It took three three hours. What you just said in, in, tw- in less than 20 seconds just explained all of what we watched for three hours. That's my issue. Hey, man, That's I put my, my application in. You tell Filoni to call me back, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, so let's let's get to the the fun stuff. I mean, we get to see we get to see Slave One. It's it's badass as ever. We yeah. do get to see inside Jabba's palace, which is a lot bigger and a lot more elaborate than I ever thought. And one of the cool Easter eggs that uh, that I did notice is that that version of Jabba's palace is modeled after the Battlefront Two map, which is fucking sweet. Oh, interesting. Nice. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm well. Which I, I think originally probably comes from one of those like locations books from back in the day where they like did the whole cross section and like they built out the whole palace but yeah they mentioned that it was um pulled from like the Battlefront 2 design which is cool. Nice. Um the uh, the little uh sneaker droid that she had that she it, fe- <laughs> it felt very episode 1 mall. That's that's where I pulled it from. Yep. The the YouTube video I I watched referenced some other random stuff and I was like that, yeah. that is not where my mind went. I went immediately Maul on Tatooine. Oh, yeah. It's just like a smaller version of Darth Maul's I forget what, probe droid. Oh, he said the full probe droid from episode five. And I was like, that's what you thought of immediately? Well, I think it had a little bit of the, the sound effect from yeah. the probe droid on episode five. They were that's, playing, I heard that. Especially in the fourth episode, they were playing a lot with sound effects. Because the other yeah. one was when Fennec was cutting through the grate outside to get in. Was it into Jabba's palace? Yeah, I think. The sound was the same sound that you heard after uh, Anakin beheaded Dooku. It was a random sound that I I knew I had heard, and I was That's like, a deep "Fuck!" Cut. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" Where Where is this from? And I had to watch a YouTube video again. I had to watch a YouTube video to figure it out. So, <laughs> but yeah, like in in the space and time, I was like, "God." What is that? I thought it was something with Vader where he got oh, his hand man. cut off or I'll have to go back and I don't I didn't catch that at all. I'll have to go back and check. It's so when you when you hear um when when Anakin cuts Dooku's head off, there's like an echo of sound. It's a weird it's a weird sound. Okay. I'll make but, a mental note. Yeah, if you go back and, and watch it. But um yeah. What did you think about like the Sarlacc stuff? Uh that was interesting. The fact that he was he had the balls to go back in without any armor on. I thought it was interesting. Um, it I, it goes back to my larger issue with the episode four is that I felt like where we found the Boba Fennec partnership in Mando 
was enough of a jumping off point. I didn't think that the going back was necessary. Um, again, it was fun seeing him explode the Sarlacc with a seismic charge. Now the Sarlacc pit is officially dead. Mm-hmm. That's badass. Seeing him relearn how to fly Slave 1, getting, you know, dusting off the cobwebs, that was fine. It was fun stuff. I'm a Boba Fett fan. I love the clones. I love Slave 1. I love the Mandos, blah, blah, blah. But again, I feel like with only seven episodes to spare, I feel like there's opportunity for us to get into the present day storyline more. And I feel like aside from your larger complaints, I think that's the thing I keep coming back to with the show in general. So... But Sarlacc Pit stuff. What that fun. we're not we're not even watching current day. I think so. It's been very heavy on the flashback stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. Like instead of gathering our party, we're gathering our fucking equipment. He is gathering his party though. He's got Kersant now. He's got Fennec. He's got the Power Rangers. He's got to deal with all the mob bosses. He's got he Danny Trejo bosses. and a Rancor. The mob bosses aren't even doing anything though. They're just not getting involved. That was their deal. Well, they're probably gonna double cross his bitch ass. Yeah, I assume. You know how they do. Whoever has more money. Yeah. The mayor st- has still disappeared too. That's where you know, that was kind of the one thread I was like, it could get pretty dicey because I feel like the mayor was playing both sides. Whereas like the pikes were for the pikes. The the biker gang was for the biker gang. I felt like the mayor was holding his own against Boba Fett straight up to vi- like violent threats from Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the mayor was like, huh, you're not going to touch me. So I feel like maybe he's involved with, with Crimson Dawn. But and I, th- I do think that was one of where the the emblems, the Crimson Dawn le- emblem was in, in that scene somewhere. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think he's probably waiting to see who he's when he's sure someone's going to win. He's going to side with them, and you know, yeah, that's how that's how it's going to wrap up. Yeah, I wonder. I hope Boba Fett dies after this. <laughs> what? I hope I hope Boba Fett dies at Why? the end. So something happens. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now you've gone too far. You've gone down a path I can't follow. Yeah, you're breaking my heart. Breaking, breaking my heart. No, I, I, if that, like, a that would be a tragic and well fit, like, finale to season two. Is what? If he died. Yeah, it can't happen yet. That's too early. I need, we got more. What do you shit. mean? They they brought they bought they brought Han Solo back just to kill him. Well, he had never died. Well, well, yeah. Don't get into semantics. Don't get into actual Star Wars. Don't get into the actual. Don't things. use Star Wars as a reference for Star Don't Wars. Don't use logic against me. <laughs> Don't you do that. Oh, man. It would be tragic if Boba did die after he passed on some sort of legacy or some greater teachings about not being an asshole bounty hunter. Yeah. Save that for like season two finale. But yeah. I need I need more of him, him first. Yeah, man. I need more. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, the mod parlor, the robot tattoo parlor? You know, of course, I had my like, what the fuck is this? But you know, I I got over that. It was the same thing as that like sand beast that they fought in the first episode. I'm okay with that quirky stuff. You know, mm-hmm. throw it in there. I don't have to love it right away. It's fine. Again, it's one of those things that it can live in Star Wars. They can do whatever the fuck they want. It's a galaxy. I've made yeah. that point before. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. 
Yeah. That is I one was, that's easy, easy to hate. If you want to hate something, it is a quirky thing to hate, but, you know, it's whatever. Go ahead. See, Go ahead. I love the idea of it. I thought the setting was cool. I just, the music was very off-brand, I, I guess. Well, the mu- you know the music why, right? and the montage just made it feel like yeah. Fifth Element, Blade Runner vi- sci-fi and not yeah. Star Wars sci-fi, you know? Is it? Maybe that that's was it. A- and that, w- that was it. And then as soon as we were out of there, I was like, that's fine. But that seems like a common theme that we're we're pulling not only action scenes from other stuff. You know, we've got we've got like the the um Back to the Future chase. Uh we've yeah. got we've got like Blade Run You know, Star Wars has spent many many years creating its own thing and it does feel to me like we're we're just Pull, it blatantly feels like we're pulling from other things to put it in. You know, my first thought when I saw the mod things was yeah. like, "What?" I I, th- I initially thought like, "Oh, we're just doing Terminator stuff now." Even though I know that doesn't really make sense, I just thought this is this is like cheaply made robot people. I was like, my my mind immediately went, "Oh, this is like '80s Terminator." It did it feel looks, '80s. Looks, looks goofy. It looks and that might goofy. be like Robert Rodriguez's like style. Maybe that was kind of intentional. Yeah, I, I will say this is the first piece of Star Wars content. This is going to sound bad, but let me elaborate. Okay, this is the first piece of Star Wars content outside of the holiday special and the hotel thing that feels like very blatantly off-brand Star Wars. Uh, like I know throughout what you're the Mandalorian, even like the spider episode, which we thought was annoying because it was this it was weird still, side plot. We're still in the universe. We're still it didn't really Star get Wars. anywhere. It still felt a hundred percent like Star Wars. Yeah, and, I agree. Yeah, and the Power Ranger gang and their bikes and this mod parlor thing are just the two just giant items that just totally fell out of universe for me. Yeah. No, it's I, I see what you're saying. It does sound worse than than what you mean, but yeah. I mean, and there's is. small parts of this whole show, but like. I've never seen Star Wars toss something in that just felt well. Actually, now that I say all that, I guess the um, I guess the compass dagger thing and Rise of Skywalker is another one that I would say was like. But that's another thing we've we've had an issue with. True. You know, it it just yeah. and that's a weird one because that that's like a hardcore plot device, physical plot device. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which but even it, even yeah. in Solo, even all the different uh, threads that they took in Solo with like the the heist vibes and everything, yeah. that all still felt totally on brand. So yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, Zayo said Boba can't die yet; he needs to meet Omega. Um, yeah, I guess that's one thing going in after seeing the Bad Batch that we were like, well, Omega definitely has to pop up, right? Like that could have Omega could be the baby Yoda thread going through Book of Boba Fett, you know? Yeah. She yeah. has to pop up before the finale. How dumb how dumb does it feel that, you know, for our criticism of Mando, I'm I'm trying to think back into Mando times here. You were I remember the first two episodes of season two, you were pissed. I don't what uh what happened in those episodes? Anakin Pod Racer, you were just angry about uh fan service and Easter eggs. Yeah. Mopar's just angry. Yeah, you get that yeah. angry dad vibes now. <laughs> yeah, you, it is. I mean, there's there's a there's a, there's a, a the balance there of fan service. That's that's all I'll say to that. I I mean, I'll enjoy and sit and enjoy those. Um, but yeah, 
where was I going to go with this? With uh, I don't know. Sorry. I oh, took what you I was off saying track. is with the uh, the gathering your party to venture forth with uh, with with Mandos particularly. Yeah. At least it felt like we had something look to look forward to. Like who is he going to meet in this episode? We we meet Cara Dune. We meet IG Eleven. We meet Ahsoka. We meet Luke. We meet the Mandos. We meet. I mean, you go down the line and you're like, dude, this connection, this connection, this part, this. And I feel like we've met some huts. The mayor's interesting, sure. Mm-hmm. The biker gangs, which he's, he blew up. Um, uh, Power Rangers? I hate them so much. Yeah, it's, it. you're right with the, it's just off brand. I hate I feel it so like, much. I feel like the idea was there. Like a, 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 a gang of kids that was being disrespected on Tatooine. I don't know if I brought this up after we talked about that episode on the podcast, but when he walked up to them at the beginning, I was waiting for some sort of connection for that to be like all of Anakin's old friends. <laughs> I was waiting for that to pop up and it was even like all those kids are and all <laughs> they'd be all be like 90 years old at that point. I know, but I was just like <laughs> waiting for them to throw that in, to toss that in. It's they're his friends never went anywhere and now they're just fucking mongrels on you know, you know another reason that it feels off brand and I, I don't remember if I brought this up so yell at me if I have oh, I we're, on tat- on. we're on Tatooine where n- everything's trash <laughs> these kids can't even quote afford water this is where we're going with this yet they're fully modded people with brand new bikes <laughs> at a bar and I just felt like Different so you're, bu- you're so you're buying drinks, getting modded, and you have brand new fucking motorcycles per se, but you can't afford water, which maybe be the issue with Tatooine. But it just felt like Tatooine is worn and torn, and for how much I hated it, you know, we're using Anakin's pod racer to get around, which is a hundred years old. Meanwhile, this poor quote bike group of kids. Everything's new. Everything's they, they're wearing fresh threads. I mean, everything it feels off brand, even in the universe. Like nothing yeah. on Tatooine's new. <clears throat> Everyone's scraping to get by. This dude is hustling <laughs> water do to you get think, by. Do you think it is poorly explained, but a difference, like a stark difference between Moss Eisley and Moss Espa? I mean, maybe I don't. I don't know enough between the two, like the differences between the two cities, to be. Because like, I remember we see Moss Eisley in in Mando, and they do they give us all the like, little Easter eggs from A New Hope, but it's all just like run down. The canteen is empty and everything. Yeah. So maybe Maz Espa is like, and that's why Boba's not spending any time in Maz Eisley. He's trying to take over the gangs and everything in Maz Espa. Maybe that's where all the money is. Well, and it's a it's a valid point because they they even mention that the Maz Espa is split up in three into three like. Regions yeah. Uh, yeah. and they're all controlled differently. So, yeah, I guess there's more hustle and bustle going on in Mos Espa. And I, I assume yeah, they got a casino be, and shit. That's true. No, you're. I mean, you're 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 correcting me there. I mean, there is a casino. There is some high class. There is money flowing, and uh, you know, assumingly probably because of the spice that's being yeah. run through there. So, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, I mean, it. some some of those things are like, yeah. There's a line where it's like not blatantly explained to you. It's just like this is what the scenario is, and you're supposed to just kind of pick up the vibe based on like what you're seeing. Yeah, it but, just but it is it is stark, uh, like you said, coming from uh, how we see Mas Eisley in Mando, 
and Maz Espa here, it's like, it's so different. Yeah. It's like a different planet. It just felt, even storyline wise, like these are supposed to be poor kids who can't afford water. The water thing was weird. Yeah. But, I get that. And like the guy comes and complains to him and then he goes and confronts them. And within like a couple sentences, he's like, he's made up his mind and he knows that the guy's a, like a, a Slimo. He's like, you're charging too much for water, dude. And then also like, it, wasn't there a scene in the train where like, they just crack open one of the compartments oh, and there's everywhere. just water everywhere. Yeah, they're not really... Yeah. I mean, that's such a nitpicky thing, but yeah, they're not is. making like the the need for water is not as like prominent as it should be, I guess. I mean, yeah. Luke was a goddamn... He farmed moisture. That's how rare water is. They have to farm moisture out of the air. Yeah. Yeah, and you you know you're making a valid point where there there's there's money on certain parts of Tatooine for certain reasons, and yeah. Luke was from the other side of Tatooine where it's sure poor rural Tatooine where there's nothing out there, so you have to yeah. farm your own water. Yeah, and remember Cobb Vance's whole place was like way out in the Dune Sea. It was like just a fucking couple shacks like it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's literally a wasteland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I. Um, Keep keep talking. I'm trying. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I really, I feel I feel bad because I know Shinobi runs for the hills when we disagree. But I I really do want to like this show. I I feel like I, I'm having trouble liking this show, which as a Star Wars fan shouldn't be a thing. Simply put, it shouldn't. I shouldn't have to try to like this. Hey man, we've that's all. Like I, I've said this once. Bad. We became dads. We've become the very things we we're, swore to destroy. We're full conversions now. It doesn't matter. The whole all the old fanboys <laughs> in 1999. That's who we sound like now. You're right. Party on. I want more Star Wars. I want more Star Wars. I want more Star Wars. Hey, this shit. That's not right. You didn't do what I wanted. But the other the other argument was we we haven't gotten Star Wars in many years, and then we, we get this. So. I don't think my expectations for Boba Fett as a story is the issue. I think my expectations for Star Wars as a global phenomenon is the issue. I want more, better Star Wars. And when we, when all the only yeah. thing we get is this, this maybe I would feel completely different yeah. if we had a kick-ass Star Wars film that just launched in December. And then this is trickling along the, the the bottom, and like, oh, we get some a little extra Boba Fett yeah. stuff on the side. But because this is the only thing, may, right. I feel certain way. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I can understand that. I think if someone, I think if you, well, this is impossible because time travel doesn't exist. I was gonna say if like if you were somehow able to watch this fresh for the first time three years from now, it would have a totally different effect on you. I think than it does right now. Maybe so I know, what, I know what you mean. Maybe that's what I'll do though. Because this is very forgettable so far. I hate saying that, guys. I really do hate saying that. Dude, oh, we're back. Mopa. Let, let, on, on the surface, let, let's talk about where we're at. We're in Jabba's Palace. Classic. Guess what we have? Our fucking Rancor. Classic. The episode six fan service is really getting to me, I will say. And it's it's one of those things like it, it, it has to make sense because that's where we left off. Episode six, and we roll into, hey, Boba Fett survives episode six. So, and I even, I even like beforehand, I remember talking like, what, what do we want to see in this or what, what potentially? I was like, maybe some huts and stuff. And we even get that. And I actually personally like the hut stuff. Yeah. I feel like those are the gangsters. Right. Those are, those are the issue. I feel like the pikes are doing their own thing, but they're more like scoundrels and they're making big money and making some moves. 
I they're feel, small fish compared to the huts. I feel like the huts are the we're gonna murder your family for the better of my money. Right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. But I haven't really felt that yet. I mean, sure, Kersantan was a thing. Yeah. But I want to see some brutality out of the huts. If I mean, they obviously introduced a. You know, some cool ones like let's fuck and they're bending their goddamn frame or whatever the hell is under there. They need, <laughs> they need, they need some <laughs> beefy buttresses under that shit. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, why do they have just regular ass humans carrying their carrying Actually, their shit? You know, it's funny. It's an, it's not humans. It is a it's an alien species. I think it's Weequay are are carrying them or the the dog. Oh no, you're right. I saw I saw a couple humans though. Oh, was there okay? I think I saw a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Beefy buttresses. Beefy buttresses, and they need more of them. <laughs> yeah, man. Small little details like that. You know, maybe maybe my expectation was a a, a quicker a quicker story. <sighs> you know, well, immediately. This is one thing that you might be. I mentioned this last week that you might be getting stark contrast with Succession right now, as far as a comparison goes. Is that Succession is a show that treats you like an intelligent viewer and makes you just catch up and figure shit out. And it's Star I mean Star Wars it's a kid's show. It's not going to do that. It's going to it's going to you know hold your hand and it's going to move things a little slower than you might want as an adult and you just kind of have to accept that. Yeah. Well, Succession does so well with forcing scenes which may not feel great on on the server like they put people at odds in the same room and make them talk. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So yeah. you like feel the tension. They have to figure it out. And when they leave, is there still tension? Is there different tension? Do they figure it out? There's And they do that over and over with different people. And now they put them in a group and do it. And you're like, yeah. ah, it's, there's so much drama. I fucking love it. This, this feels like it's lacking in just that. Oh, Boba Fett has his own issues. And he's carrying them along with him and slowly turning that wheel of... I need uh, a group. My, my group was the sand people. They were killed off, but I, I learned from them what it takes to be like a tribe and what mm-hmm. that mean, what, what that means. Good learning lesson, but we could have, I feel like we could have got there quicker. You're right. You're right. I, it, it's, it's, it's the slow moving wheel. It's, and uh, it's just, yeah, maybe I'm on a, I'm on a different time. I need shit now, guys. <laughs> I need it now. I'm doing shit. <laughs> So. I got no time for this hand holding. Get to it. Chop, chop. Um, Who's got hands? <laughs> <laughs> the devil. The devil. Um, um, I will. Yeah, I, man, I, I I'm know. trying to say the other things that I like. Fennec has been good so far. Yeah. I, I've had really no issues with Fennec at all. And she's the one that keeps smacking Boba Fett over the head like, dude, start acting like a fucking adult. Stop it! This dude just threatened your life. You're just gonna fucking slap happy, slap him on an a- on an ass, on an ass, <laughs> slap him on the ass, an, an ass, <laughs> not an ass. not his, not yours, not mine, an ass, a hot ass. Uh, also, uh, how did how did Jabba fit in that throne? I don't fucking know, dude. It, it just expands. Yeah, it came oh, with multiple sizes. Yeah, multiple thrones. No, I made that up. Um, I oh shit, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I still hold true to the idea that Boba is slow playing this shit. I think he's letting people think he's making mistakes, and he's gonna drop a bomb in like the last episode or second to last episode. Is it like a seismic is, charge? Is, like a seismic charge. 
You see, he shot a, like a proton torpedo as well when he was blown up with the biker gangs. That was pretty dope. Oh, that rocket. Yeah. Well, that's he He aimed yeah, for the leader right there with that. The leader. Leader of the... Yeah, I still, I still proclaim that he is um, he's slow playing. It's, it's a mob weird. strategy. It's weird that Eve... No, oh, yeah. It's weird. It's frustrating. I'm just... It's frustrating. I, I really did like the the cinematography of the biker gang go like moving that the whole the whole attack scene, but oh, you, yeah. it starts as like a little dot. Yep, slave one, and then it Beautiful. just instead of it like moving on your screen, it just slowly gets bigger and bigger and more in the frame. You're like perfect. Fuck, that's great. That was I amazing. feel like I feel like personally, I haven't had a lot of those aha moments. In in, yeah. in Book of Boba Fett. I haven't been like, dude, that looked beautiful. Like, regardless of what's going on or how I feel about the story, certain things can just look beautiful. And I feel yeah. like that was one of the first times I had thought that about this show. Um, yeah, I can which, see that. you know, I'm not an artist. I don't know how to fuck. It just, that was one that caught my eye. And I was like, oh, this actually looks really, really cool. It's a good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm with you. But how did you feel about um, Slave One being in a dock that it basically didn't fit in? Um, did it grow or did the dock get smaller? I was really confused at how a, the fuck it a got in A little bit there. of both, yeah. <laughs> They've been really watering that ship. It, it grew in size. <laughs> it grew. No, I think he was not supposed to start turning. He was just supposed to, like, levitate and just back the fuck up and get out of there, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, for being my possibly my favorite <laughs> ship in all of Star Wars, it really is functionally makes no goddamn sense. Oh, yeah, it is ass You have to get yeah. inside and, like, lay yourself backwards how are you going to take off? You can't see anything. You're staring at the goddamn ceiling the whole time. It must give him uh, an... Ad- I mean, it gives you an advantage. You can look kind of below you and above you when you're flying forward. But how it lands on its back, then you're, you're like laying yeah. in the bed to take off. You're like, <laughs> the fuck is... Yeah. No, I, 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 I completely agree. It's, I think it's one of the most uh, obscene ships that I love, but doesn't make sense. Yeah. It is obscene. Slave One is obscene. Did they, uh, did it like change the name already? They decide what the name is. They just I the uh, what do they say? The fire spray is is the model of the ship. So they're just going to um, call it fire spray from now on. Quite possibly, that's what uh, I think Star Wars Explained said that that they they were officially renaming it, um, and quite possibly Boba Fett might just refer to it as the fire spray because yeah. there's probably not too many of them left. So you know, yeah, that makes sense. It's fine, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, and honestly, Fire Spray is a badass name. I'm fine. I'm fucking fine with that too. So, oh yeah, beautiful. Um, I realize. I think I sent this in the group chat. I realize why the uh, chase scene felt so goddamn slow. Okay, from last week. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember if I mentioned this or not, but remember the shooting with that new giant LCD screen technology, mm. where they're on a set and they just have the screens around them, so like the yeah. back. The background CGI is just projected. So it's not like they're in the city streets. And especially because this was filmed like during COVID and everything, they didn't have as many like live sets as they did for Mando and whatnot. So like they kind of have to, they only have like a couple feet to work with. They pretty much have to like have the speeders stationary and the background is like moving with them. Uh, you know, so it just, it feels like clunky, you know? Absolutely. It's and like you- when people in sitcoms are like driving their car and they're just like, they're just yeah. doing this, and the the background scenery is just going. Yeah. yeah, it's the same red car that passes them every 
20 seconds. Yeah. Like the old it. cartoon backdrops where it's like the same frame just kind of repeats, 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 yeah, like yeah. old Flintstone shit. You know, it, it actually, and I'm not even going to say it's the Book of Boba Fett's fault because I noticed that filming style that, that bothered me all the way back in episode seven when Ray jumps on that popsicle. Well, I don't think they had it back then. But it's when she I think turns Mando is like thing. the first thing ever that's ever used that. But it, I I don't know what it was, but it was the exact same feeling I had is when she jumps on that uh that you know what I'm talking about the that popsicle pop, where she she finally uh, picks up <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when she's first introduced and she's on her little speeder bike thing yeah yeah the big like box thing when yeah, yeah. when that when she first gets on it and takes off and it turns I always thought that was the most awkward turn and like the filming always felt really weird to me and that entire chase scene in in the third in the third episode felt that like that in the entire time i just felt like god we're just like flying around these these faces that are supposed to be going fast but no one's going <laughs> but no one's going anywhere i just you know yeah it i gotta go weird, watch it again it was a weird feeling i was so that was the one one of the very few times i've watched something of star wars and just been like I was just mad afterwards. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? I yeah. can't believe they did that to me. That's how I felt personally offended by that. I'm going to have to go watch it again. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel... Well, do you, that, guys. How do you feel that there's not a large... Like, we always complain that there's not, like, a galaxy-ending issue. But I do feel like we're, we're... We've torn all that down so far that like the biggest issue is like a local biker gang so far possibly some huts yeah do you feel like it is a little lackluster because of that or i mean I, of course we'll see after the next three episodes i'm sure shit will blow up and some mandos will show up and you know it'll be fine but it does feel like particularly small world to me so far i'm okay with that yeah yeah. I think that's one thing we've been asking for. So, like, true. One of the few things on your short list of reasons to like Boba Fett that should be one of them. Um, but you have complained that we haven't left Tatooine. So, yeah, Tatooine <laughs> is the issue. It's not the fact that we're on a small scale, like with a smaller group of characters and whatnot. I think that's okay. Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, like I said, I was expecting him to. I was expecting him to dive more into like Mandalorian culture and less into the 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 gang wars and whatnot so that's the only problem for me yeah i don't know man i don't know well we got three episodes left to figure it out i'm trying i really i, I I'm, I'm excited um i still am excited i want to like it guys I'm, I'm i'm just still still sitting here waiting that's all i have faith i think there's i think they're gonna pull some crazy shit in the next three episodes as they, they ramp up they have that you're to. gonna you're gonna look on the previous couple with a different perspective, except for episode three, which sucked. <laughs> well, the the issue, yeah. I have faith. You know, you know I'm, what's gonna I'm happen positive. is my part. Don't mean, complain. Don't you know, don't do it. <laughs> but you know what this feels like is the last season of Clone Wars. You know what I don't watch is the very beginning of that season. I watched the <laughs> I watched the last three ep the last three episodes. All the time, because oh, that's where the shit happens. That's that's the tension. That's the battle. That's the decision making. That's the betrayal. That's the backstabbing. That's the emotion. That's that's the Vader finding yeah. out that Ahsoka's still around and leaving it. And you're like, fuck. 
I don't personally feel like I'll ever get that close to that feeling with with this show. Not that it won't be great. I'm just saying there's another level of Ahsoka Vader, mm-hmm. Anakin, Obi-Wan. There's there's that uh, there, there's that next level stuff that um you know Star well, Wars has always leaned on and uh I think those characters are just on a different level though to start you're, with. You're right, you're right. You're right. That's one thing our buddy Steve was saying when we were all hanging out earlier this month. It was like, I don't know if I really need to know more about Boba Fett. That it's, it's and I think a, that's a question. That's what a lot asked. of people did maybe did say that before uh, before the show even came out. Like maybe they would have been okay with him showing up in Mando, cool cameo. He's still alive, and then he's gone again. You know what I mean? He can still be more mysterious. It is, you know, after we see the rest of this. You know, the question to ask is, could this have lived in a novel or a comic series? Because as it sits right now, I do feel like this could have lived in a comic series. I'm hoping we get to that point where it's like, it's valid. Like this uh, episode five, six and seven are just going to be like, oh, that's why they put it on screen. This Right. Um, but so I think far, so. It's, so far, it's been like fun and quirky in spots. We see a rancor, we see some huts, and you're like, "Ah, oh, yeah. this this is giving me good vibes." But I do feel like, as it sits right now, it could have it could have lived in a comic book. But again, I have heard nothing but like crazy shit is supposed to happen, especially in uh, five and six. Okay, so hopefully this this week should be great. Well, like I said, I'm optimistic. That it will be done, and it will be done well. And we're going to look back with a different perspective, and we will be angry no more. Well, every episode gives me a new opportunity to hate, you know? I mean, it gives us a new opportunity for content, that's for sure. That's true. So here we are. Um, We actually, I mean, I'm totally cool with this. I don't think we've spent the entire episode reviewing an episode, if that makes sense. Like, we had had a lot to say, Mopar. I'm glad yeah. to be uh, here. Your f- some weird form of therapy for you to let out all your hatred. You 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 have corrected the one the one small issue that I because well, again what? which was that why the Power Rangers all had brand new shit and they were all modded because in my mind I thought Tatooine's just run down worn. Why right. do these poor kids who can't afford water have brand new shit everywhere? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it. It makes sense. There, there's spice money floating floating around somewhere, and Mas Espa's. I'm glad I fixed that one thing. <laughs> it's you got to start somewhere, you know. All right. Episode I feel, five will take it to another whole nother level. You know, I feel bad because I know Shinobi hates us now, but I do feel bad. I feel bad because if he re- if I really wanted to pick at, at, and and shit on this show, I could be very very bad with this. I feel that's that's the issue. I feel like I'm taking it easy on this show. I feel like I'm letting stuff pass and being Got like your kid gloves on. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like I'm letting stuff pass because it's it's Star Wars. I'm trying to I'm you know give it the benefit of the doubt whenever possible. Yeah, exactly. But you rub me the wrong way so much, I'm gonna bite you. So <laughs> no one rub Mopar. Stay Don't. steer clear. Yeah, steer clear. <laughs> Anything else going on? <sighs> Honestly, um, I've been keeping it tabs on that new Pokemon game. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to s- buy it until I watch some <laughs> reviews. And it looks yeah. eh. questionable. Questionable. Yeah, I know there's like an art style they're going for that can come off very low res if you're not a big fan of it. And I've sure. never been a big fan of it. So 
I'm a little skeptical. Also, you know how we are. We're old men. The 151, that's the original Pokemon. I'm not interested in anything after that. So this one, it kind of mixes, I think, every generation together. And I don't know if I'm... Yeah, I don't know if I'm into that. I'm just content with the originals. And it's probably going to be another eight years before they make another, like, Kanto-only Pokemon game. And maybe I'll just wait for that. I don't know. Yeah. Can I go through the whole game and only catch original generation Pokemon? <laughs> That's a question I would like to ask. Can Some I, yeah. YouTuber needs to answer that question for me before. Can you mod um, this and make everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, the only other giant news that I saw crop up the last week is uh, in gaming, Xbox bought Activision. Jesus. $68 billion. They'll get that dude, back in two years, dude. Dude, think back on... All right. I don't think I've given gaming enough credit as a mega yeah. industry. Yeah. Because think back to 2012, Disney buys Star Wars, all of Star Wars, for $4 billion. And that's it. And that's it. That's it. $68 billion for Activision. Star Wars needs microtransactions. Jesus. And to think there were games under the Star Wars umbrella, and it was still only $4 billion. I saw a statistic, actually, uh, when Google bought YouTube for some ungodly amount of money. It was like, oh, a, yeah. I'm just going to throw it out. I have no idea. Like, let's call it like a hundred and. $40 million so they bought it for in like 2006. They right. make that almost daily now. Oh, yeah. It was something ridiculous like that. Yep. Yeah, man. So that was pretty huge. Um, I'm still waiting patiently, impatiently for Overwatch 2. So I don't know if that's going to change much. I think it was already pretty close to being done. Mm -hmm. So that's the big one that I'm trying to keep tabs on with like Activision. I've never been big on a, a lot of the other Blizzard stuff. I uh, haven't played Call of Duty in a while. So I'm not really... Activision's really not on my radar anyways, except for uh, Overwatch. So we'll see. Maybe that means it'll come out better and sooner and not broken. Activision wasn't the sole creator for uh, CODs, was it? They were bouncing between two of them, right? Uh, at some point, I think they they bought it up. They, they owned finally, the, okay. both developers that have been both making it for a while. I forget what the other one was. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I paid one of attention did, to that. One of them did like the modern stuff, and the other ones did the historical stuff. I thought, and they were bouncing back and forth like every other they year they would make. Yeah, at some point, Activision, yeah, owned both of them. So you know, now that I say that, they I, just have all of Call of Duty. Think about how much Warzone brings in on fucking like skins and stuff. That's the weird part of gaming that blows my mind is like there's so much money in streamers who are just streaming. And because they make so much money from streaming, they buy a bunch of cosmetics and that fuels the game. And like, I feel like average players aren't spending that much in like microtransactions. I don't, I don't personally get it. I'm too old. I'm too, I'm, I'm beyond that threshold of understanding to spend that much money on. Like I have trouble buying the game. I'm not going to sit there and spend $10 a week on, a, <laughs> on getting a blue set of boots in the fucking game. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Green boots now. You might talk me into it. Yeah, nine fifty at, at the best. So. Fuck. $25, So. <laughs> That's the only other crazy news I saw, I think. I could be forgetting, but, you know. You get busy. You get kids. You can only focus on a number of things at one time. And I caught up on all of the Marvel content. That's in the cinematic universe. Oh, actually, I lied. I, I learned that there's two things. There's two offshoot Marvel things on Hulu 
I think they're both animated. And I haven't seen either of those. I don't think it has anything to do with like the continuity of the MCU, but they are actual like new Marvel shows on Hulu. Um, so yeah, I might check those out. Yeah, we. Um, I know we we talked about Succession, but now that we have HBO Max, all yeah. the D, all the DC stuffs on there. Um, oh, yeah. So you know, I can go back and watch like Flashpoint Paradox, which is going to be fucking bananas again because I've only seen it once and I just was blown away. Yep. Um, but yeah, all the the DC movies that I don't have, all the animated series that I don't have, it's it's uh, or Snyder Cut. You know, maybe yep. I'll sit and watch that again. Um, Let me scan through my calendar because I've been saving shit. Um, I always save stuff in the calendar so I don't forget. So, like for example, this week. Friday, Morbius comes out. That's the uh, werewolf. Sure that? Werewolf. I'm pretty sure. I think that was delayed. <laughs> Mother affer. Well, it's in my calendar. I haven't updated in a while. Sorry. I'm going to have to change it. But it's in there for this Friday. And then the Pokemon game comes out this Friday as well. Uh, Morbius has been delayed with uh, release date moving to April 1st. <sighs> um, Elden Ring is late February. That's the next Dark Souls thing. Oh, the other random things uh, before Wait, I forget. Wait, quickly. And then Batman, March 4th. Yep. That's coming up pretty quick. That's very quick. And, oh, Moon Knight. That's the other thing I wanted to yep. talk about. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead so you don't forget, and then we'll talk uh, about Moon Knight. Batman officially is going to be close to three hours long. I'm rock hard. Let's do this. Let's go, man. Let's do it. Man. Dude, I, almost I-, don't, I almost don't want to watch any content about... Now that I've seen the three trailers, I almost don't want to see anything else. No behind the scenes or anything. I just on the want to Batman? kind of go in. Yeah, on the Batman. And go in like as cold as I can. I'm 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 excited, man. I really am. It feels grassroots, younger Batman, maybe still unsure of himself, but oh, yeah. you know, crossing that that line that hasn't been drawn yet as far as violence. Because he's yeah. still young, so he's gonna kill somebody or beat someone close to death, and be like, "That's not how I can. I need to be. I need. I need. I can't be a hero." And but maybe we're creating a new bat. I don't. I'm so fucking hyped. I'm so fucking. Hyped. They could go so many ways with it. Maybe he survives the Sarlacc pit and spends random. Yeah, he re- reorganizes all the gangs in Gotham. That could be one way to do it. They do have gangs in Gotham, so. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It's gonna, that's gonna roll up on us. It's gonna be all Thanks. of a sudden. No, but if that's gonna end, and we're gonna be like Batman tomorrow. Batman, right? <laughs> Let's go. No, you're right. Awesome. All no, right. What What did you say about the, the last thing? Oh yeah, Moon Knight. I don't know anything <laughs> about this character. Yeah, me neither. I know nothing. The trailer came up. I thought it was a movie at first. It's actually a series on Disney Plus. It comes out in March. Oscar Isaac is the lead, and I started asking some of the guys in the chat. Fill me in. Where can I get some more info? Because I don't know anything. I've never even heard of him before. And there, all of a sudden, there's a whole Marvel show about Moon Knight. It's I saw Egyptian shit in the trailer. Whoa! Uh, it looked pretty dope. So, you want a, a, a one sentence synopsis of this uh, from Google? Dude, yes. Stephen Grant and mercenary Mark Spector investigate the mysteries of the Egyptian gods from inside the same body. So Let's this, go, dude. So I'm, it's going to be a, a multiple personality guy that's, you know. Fuck yeah. Let's fucking I'm do balls it, deep already, dude. Let's go. That's my, I can, I'm going to call it right now like I often do. I get overhyped about certain things. This is my new favorite Marvel character. Let's go. It's because it's different. It's different. And I said the word Egyptian. 
That's your. That's your, all you really need to tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's you Eternals and, landed in fucking uh, Sumer, the Sumerian Empire. I was I like, I mean, let's go. I, I tell you fucking what. One of the biggest missed opportunities in all Star Wars is putting a goddamn pyramid on Tatooine. Ooh, that's too close to home. Think about that though. Let it sink in. I'll think about it. I'll come back with you uh, with an answer for you next week. Dude, think about it. What if, what if it's buried under sand and they start digging and they're like, dude. What if Tatooine is Atlantis? Oh, oh side, side random note that I just remembered. So two suns, three moons? Three moons on Tatooine? Oh, I didn't catch that. I'm a bad fan. Yeah, so it transitions from day to night when um, Boba Fett's sitting there with his uh, wampa or his... Uh, Bantha. Bantha. His wampa. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He's hugging nowadays. Um, Some giant beast. But it transitions, so it looks up to the sky, and it goes suns, and then it flashes dark, and there's three moons. Oh, shit. I never noticed that. Yeah. And then he finds Fennec. It's that night. This is why I need to watch every episode twice before I talk about it. Truly. All right. Two days. Episode Mo- five. Moon I night. have hope. I have hope we're doing it. And then, yeah, Moon Knight and Batman in March. It's a good time to be alive. Let's uh, Positive vibes here. Let's go. Let's go. We're pushing towards episode 300. We got so much, so much good. I'm carrying you know, the positive weight for the team right now. Don't you know, end it. Don't, you know don't, the actress, don't, don't do it. The actress that plays Fennec Shand also was in 1994 Street Fighter. Huh. I did not know that. We'll, we'll catch up with that next episode. Let's catch up, Pyramids. <laughs> pyramids. 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 Pyramids.